We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Like Bob on Facebook at facebook.com slash Live. Welcome again to Bob Bernie Live, whether you're listening in Columbus, Ohio, or Washington, D.C. On uh, AM 880, WRFD and 104.5 FM, or WAVA 105.1 FM in Washington, D.C. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Never give a liberal a Bible. Unless you hope and think that they might read it and actually believe it. Otherwise, they will take the Bible, turn it, twist it, pervert it, turn it inside down, upside upside down, inside out, and make it say whatever they want it to say. Because, well, the liberal left destroys everything it touches, including and maybe even especially theology. I'm holding in my hand a major editorial from a left-wing Catholic source, the National Catholic Reporter. Now, like in all denominations, there are people on the left, there are people on the right, there are liberals, there are conservatives, and everything in between. Uh, The Catholic Church right now is really struggling with the liberal left. And the National Catholic Reporter represents the far left in the Catholic Church. Well, here is one of their Christmas editorials. The headline reads, Jesus' birth to a single mom signals prophetic challenge to patriarchy. Yeah, patriarchy. Uh, This is a Catholic feminist writing in the National Catholic Reporter. And again, does the headline catch you as it did me? Jesus' birth to a single mom signals prophetic challenge to patriarchy. All right, number one, before I go any further, Mary was not a single mom. She was not. Well, um, Joseph wasn't the human father of Jesus. Uh, Yeah, but she was not a single mom. But the gist of the whole story is, Joseph just kind of got in the way. He wasn't needed. And the whole story about Mary giving birth to the Son of God and God himself proves to us we really don't mean to need a lot of men in our lives because the women can do just as well as the men. And by the way, in most cases, women can do just as well as men. But that's not the purpose of the story of the nativity in Christmas. Uh, This feminist says, immediately we know that Matthew, she quotes some verses from Matthew's gospel. She says, immediately we know that Matthew is saying that Jesus 
is the long-awaited Messiah, and his lineage can be traced to David and then to Abraham. There is one problem with this. Jesus is the son of Mary, not Joseph. Now, she goes on to say, this is a bad mistake in the Bible. This is, this is a bad mistake in the Bible. The Bible didn't get this right. She says, and I quote, So here we have an elaborate and painstaking genealogy created to prove Jesus' ancestral links to the male kings and patriarchs of Israel, when in fact, as verse 19 explains, he was born to Mary through the power of the Holy Spirit, not through Joseph, not through patriarchal potency. And then she says, and again I quote, It is enough to make any self-respecting feminist laugh. Yeah, she actually implies that that whole thing about the genealogy of Joseph going all the way back to David was a plot by the male writers of the Bible. Uh, No, it was not a plot of the male writers of the Bible. It was inspired by the Holy Spirit. But evidently, she doesn't believe that. Now, she's a Catholic, or says she is. She's a feminist, and there's no doubt about that. But when it comes to Scripture, she may be a Catholic, she may be a feminist, but she is absolutely ignorant Concerning the Bible. Listen to this, and I'm clear now over on page 5 of a 14-page editorial saying that the whole thing of the Christmas story is to promote feminism. Really? That was why Jesus came? Yeah, he was born of a, a virgin because he didn't need a man. Mary, well, anyway. Then she says this, and again I quote. Listen to this. What could better witness the power of an unpredictable God than to raise up a long-awaited Messiah from the least powerful of humans, a child born of an unwed mother? What better witness than a son with no apparent biological father and therefore no claim to patriarchal privilege? Uh, Anybody in the audience see a problem with that? A child born of an unwed mother. Has she not read the Christmas story? Joseph, in a dream was told, go ahead and take Mary as your wife. Remember that? Go ahead. The child is from the Holy Spirit. It's okay, Joseph. Go ahead and take her as your wife. And then the Bible says he took her as his wife. But they did not have physical relations until after the baby was born. But Mary... And Joseph were married at the time of the birth of Jesus. The Bible is absolutely 
clear on that. But you see, again, to the left, whether it's political or theological, you never, ever let truth and facts get in the way of your ideology. So she has come up with this idea that the whole story of Jesus being born without the aid of a human physical father tells us we need to get rid of patriarchy and male-dominated society. That's the whole story of Jesus. Of course, she doesn't say anything about salvation, coming to save us from our sins. No, 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 none of that. And she, in order to prove her ideological and even theological point, she completely ignores the clear teaching of Scripture. Mary was not a single mom. Mary was not an unwed mother. A virgin that gave birth? Yes. Miraculous? Yes. Unprecedented? Yes. Absolutely. But let's let's deal with truth and facts. But again, the left doesn't care about that. The woman's name is Christine Schink, and she is a board member of the National Catholic Reporter. And uh, she's written several books on Catholic feminism. Oh, and she holds a master's degree in nursing and theology. She has a master's degree in theology, and she doesn't know that Mary and Joseph actually got married before Jesus was born. But again, that doesn't fit into the narrative. So never let truth get in the way of your ideology, ideological point. So like I said, never, never give a liberal a Bible. They'll destroy it. Oh, my goodness. I bet you didn't know that was the reason for the Christmas story. Hmm. All right, we'll be back. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. And welcome back to Bobberty Live. Whether you're listening in Columbus, Ohio, or Washington, D.C., it's my privilege today to be uh, sitting in for Don Crow in Washington, D.C., as I do my program here in Columbus as well. I'm going to tread lightly on this next story because I fear that it could, well, tick a few of you off, and that is sincerely, honestly, not my intention. I never, ever deal with a story just, oh, boy, I bet people, I bet I could make people mad with it. Never, 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 never. I never do that. But I do try to present truth and try to inform you of things that we should be informed about. 
All right. In the last couple of years, there has been a lot of controversy about Beth Moore. Beth Moore has been for quite some time probably the most popular evangelical women's Bible teacher in America. Her video studies have been used in thousands and thousands of churches, and I am certain that millions of women have been participants in a Beth Moore Bible study, my wife being one of them. Uh, The church that I pastored for 25 years, we had Beth Moore Bible studies years ago. Great, wonderful stuff. And I want to make that clear. But in the last two to three years, Beth Moore has found herself at the center of quite a bit of controversy. She has seemed to move from a uh, complementarian position to an egalitarian position. Now, if you don't, if you're not familiar with those, the egalitarian position believes that women can do anything that a man can do in church, including pastor, teach, be a bishop, be you know whatever. Uh, that's the egalitarian. God does not prescribe that preachers, pastors are to be men. The complementarian position, which is, by the way, the position that Beth Moore held for years and years and years, is that men are to be the spiritual leaders in the church, not because they're more important, but they simply have different roles, biblically. doesn't mean that women can't teach, but they are not to be in authority over men. So that's—and it seems— that Beth Moore has been drifting from the complementarian position to egalitarian. And then there were issues with uh, sexual abuse in the Southern Baptist Convention, and Beth Moore made a very public break from the Southern Baptist Convention, where she had spent almost all of her adult life. And I must say, uh, the overwhelming majority of the people who attended her Bible studies were from the Southern Baptist Convention. Well, she has been quite critical of a lot of evangelicals. Well, now we know that she has left the Southern Baptist Convention and she has joined an Anglican church in Spring, Texas, St. Timothy's Anglican Church. Now, There are some evangelical Anglicans. There's no doubt about that. There are. I'm not sure about the one that she has become a member of. The reason I bring this up, over the weekend, photos emerged. You can't do anything without being filmed anymore, photographed, of her actually serving the Eucharist in this Anglican Church in Spring, Texas. And the uh, social media has erupted over that. Now, should people be concerned about that? Well, it depends on what your theology is. It depends on your theology. If you are a conservative evangelical, then yes, I think you have every reason to be very concerned about Beth Moore's new theological position. And here is why. 
I pulled up the website of St. Timothy's Church in Spring, Texas, and I wanted to see what they believe about the Eucharist. And the website says, and I quote, The Holy Eucharist is a sacrament commanded by Christ to remember his life, death, and resurrection until his coming again. No problem. We believe that through the Holy Eucharist, God's presence becomes real in the bread and wine as the body and blood of Christ. Now, that is where an evangelical would have a problem. Because the teaching of the real presence of Christ is not an evangelical doctrine. It is far more a Catholic doctrine. And then it goes on and says, I quote, By receiving communion, we are forgiven of our sins. That is a distinctively Catholic position. And by the way, if you're Catholic, okay, that is not an evangelical position. In fact, it is in direct opposition to what evangelicals believe about the forgiveness of sins and the purpose of communion. Evangelicals believe that communion is symbolic. They do not believe in the real presence, otherwise known as transubstantiation. Evangelicals have rejected that. Some Anglicans accept it. Some are more evangelical. It seems that this particular church that Beth Moore has identified herself with and has publicly said, I am a member, I love it, I have found my home. So, I, I, you need to make up your own mind. But from what she has said, Beth Moore is no longer an evangelical. Now, that may not be a problem to you. And if so, okay. I think to most people who identify themselves as solid evangelicals, yeah, that's a real problem. And that's where you will have to determine your position on Beth Moore in the future. That's between you and God. 888-528-2557. 